Hey, what's going on, family? Welcome to Clarence Langston Podcast. I'm your host, Clarence Langston. We're going to dive right into today's episode, which is entitled The Tactics of the Enemy. It's important for us to know that the enemy does have tactics and that he's always trying to create an avenue or create a path to get us off course. And one of those things that the enemy uses is the lust of the flesh. You know, I want to hit that for a moment because, you know, I'm reminded of Matthew uh, chapter four, when Jesus was led into the wilderness. You know, we live in this world. This world is like a wilderness um, because there's so much going on around us. But we want our steps to be ordered of God and we want to come into all that God has for us. And so I want somebody to be encouraged today. Um, maybe there's something that the enemy has used to come your way uh, to try to get you off course. And uh, many times again, he will use uh, the lust of the flesh. He wants to get us caught up in our own desires. He wants to get us caught up in our own will. But you know what I love about God? He always makes a way of escape for us. You know, again, in Matthew chapter four, when Jesus went into the wilderness, um, here he was fasting, guys. He was fasting and he was getting uh, before his father and the enemy came in uh, to test, basically uh, to tempt his flesh, to get him caught up in itself. And that's many of us, if we're honest, we go through things and many times we get caught up in our fleshly desires. We get up, we get caught up in our own uh, mindsets, uh, in our own way of doing things. And we're trying to trust God. We're trying to believe God, but it doesn't yet appear to be how God has said it's going to be for us. And so many times God says, hey, listen, guys, I'm going to turn things around in your favor and you're going through something and you just don't quite see uh, the favor of God. Well, a lot of times it'll cause that flesh man to come uh, uh, to life and say, you know what? If God is not working this out for me, I got to work it out for myself. And I've been there. And so this is what Jesus was experiencing in Matthew chapter four. The Bible calls the devil the tempter. And when he came to tempt him, he, he was tempting him in his flesh. But Jesus, the whole purpose for fasting, uh, he was fasting so that he can align himself with the will of the father. Remember, remember this prayer, thy kingdom come, thy will be done through my earthly, through my flesh, through my body. God use me. And so that's one of the things that we want to make sure um, that we always understand is that the enemy is coming to get us to get caught up in the lust of our flesh, the things that we desire, not believing that things are going to work out. And I want somebody to know, guys, it's going to work out in your favor. Somebody needs to say that it's going to work out in my favor. And when you read all the way through uh, Matthew chapter four, um, you see where Jesus is tempted all the way uh, to verse 17. I mean, the enemy was steady trying to tempt him in his flesh to get him to do it his own way. Don't get caught up in the lust of the flesh because that's what the enemy uses. And I'm telling you, over the years, I have seen the tactics of the enemy. And one of the greatest things that he uses is the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eye. He'll try to captivate us in what we see so that we can desire something that may not be for us or it may simply not be the right timing. So even in Matthew chapter four, guys, when Jesus was uh, uh, being tempted in his flesh, uh, there was times that the enemy would turn up. And when you look at verse five, he began to show him the kingdoms of the world. And he wanted Jesus to get caught up in with the lust of the eye. He wanted him to desire something um, that God the Father is really uh, funny because God the Father, guys, already had it mapped out. For him to come into all that, that he was going to be king of kings 
and Lord of Lords. And so any city, any community, any kingdom uh, that was in the earth, God had already had it planned that Jesus would be over those kingdoms and that he would have all authority. I wonder what God has for you that the enemy is trying to get you. Uh, he does the same thing with me. He wants me to see something and desire something that may not be for me or may not be the timing of God. So it's the lust of the eye that not only gets us out of the will of God, the father, which can cause us to sin. And that's what the enemy was trying to do with Jesus in Matthew four. He was simply trying to get Jesus to get out of the will of God. So when he comes at us with the lust of the flesh, our own personal desires, things that we desire and we want, whether it be good, bad, evil or ugly, always know that this is one of the tactics of the enemy. This is one of the things that the enemy uses is the lust of flesh and the lust of the eye. So he wants us to desire things. Then he wants us to see things. And again, either it's something that we should not uh, be desiring. We've set eyes on it. Maybe, maybe it's somebody else's wife, somebody else's husband, somebody else's money, somebody else's situation, uh, somebody else, something, somebody else's house. Well, God has all those things for you. I want you to say that with me. God has all those things for me. So I'm not going to allow the enemy to get me off course with the plan that God has for me. God has a plan for your life. And I'm telling you guys, God always plans for us to come into a greater expected end. The word of God says it this way. God has given us blessings. Our eyes have not seen. Our ears haven't heard. Neither has it entered into our hearts. So our flesh, there's some things that God has for us that we don't even know of. So I want you to be encouraged today. And one of the other things, not only does the enemy come to attack us, guys, uh, uh, through the tactics of attacking our flesh or attacking our eyes with the lust of the eyes, but also he comes to attack us with the pride of life. He wants us to get so caught up with all these uh, things that are happening in the earth, all these things that are happening in the world, all these things that are happening around us, that the desires that we have now become greater for things, greater for stuff and greater for achievements than our desires for God. You know, Matthew 6, says, when we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, his right way of doing things, all these other things will be added unto us. So there are some things um, that God wants for us that our flesh desires. You know, I think about the prodigal son. All the prodigal son did was he had the lust of the eye. He saw what his father had and he desired to have what his father had. He desired to be where his father was. It wasn't a bad thing, but it became bad because not only did he have the lust of the eye and he began to desire the things and the stuff, but then he also had the lust of the flesh. And because he had this lust of the flesh and because he had the lust of the eye and now he had the pride of life, he wants to have these things to be able to show others, look at what I have achieved, look at what I've accomplished, look at me, I'm where my father is. So he admired his father, but the lust of the eye caused him to desire the things and make him believe that it was in the things, but it was really in his father. And so in the end of it all, the grand scheme of things, the prodigal son does what? He returns to the father because he realizes all those things that he had after he wasted it, after it was gone, his inheritance wasn't the things that he saw. It wasn't the desires of his flesh and it wasn't the pride of life. Those things were the things that got him out of the will and the purpose 
that God the Father had for his life through succession. And I want somebody to know that today, that God has succession for you and for me through Christ. And so guys, listen, as you continue to don't allow the enemy to attack you in these areas, the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Don't allow the enemy to get in your thoughts. Don't allow him to get in your mind. Don't allow him to get in your eye gates. Don't allow him to get you so caught up in the cares of this world that you get caught up in the pride of life and you begin to say things, Lord, what about me? I want somebody to know that God has already worked out everything for you. And this is your time. Uh, this is your time for deliverance. Uh, it's your time for turnaround in those areas. So maybe, maybe you got caught up in your flesh. Hey, it's okay. Now you know the tactics of the enemy and now he's been exposed. Maybe you got caught up with the lust of the eye. Well, now you know how to shut down your eye gates and trust God and walk by faith. Well, guys, I enjoyed being with you uh, today. Has been an amazing day for God to do something great in your life. I want to thank you for tuning in. Stay on the lookout for our next episode as I continue to discuss next week. We'll dive deeper and get into the weapons of the, that the enemy uses and he comes against believers so that he can cause a snare to be able to stop us and hinder us and hinder us from coming in what God has for us. Well, thank you again for watching. Until next time, I'm your host, Apostle Clarence Langston. Be blessed.